Hello you guys, so on this episode I have with me my homegirl Farida and we basically talk about NYC, post NYC practice and other stuff in between. Um, me and Farida used to have a podcast on SoundCloud where we st- it's still running, please feel free to go and listen. Um, so yeah, this episode is more like, like a reunion slash story time episode, I hope you guys enjoy it. And it's definitely long so I'm going to be posting it in two weeks, enjoy guy finally i know after how many years <laughs> oh my god this is a moment well how fun and do you see how convenient this is you know the thing is i like i didn't even know that this was possible i'm here this and i'm just so convenient you're over in abuja and i'm here and it's like because i kept thinking right like in my mind i was just like oh my god like how is this going to work are we going to have to do this over facetime like just logistics but wow god thank god for what do you say? It thank God for technology, please. As in, mad. This just brings back memories and stuff. Oh my God. Oh, okay, we are here. Let's do this. So, how is life? How is life going? So far, so good. That's, that's a very good point. Answer is actually, how is life going so good? <laughs> that is right. What is the biggest scam of your adulthood? What? What is the biggest scam of what? Of your adulthood. Adulthood, the entire thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> the biggest absolute scam. No, let me see, man. I feel like I need a support group. Honestly, right? I need a support group because. No thing for all of us who just landed here. Oh, it's not making sense at all. Mm-mm. Not in the slightest. Like, just yesterday. What? Okay, carry on, sorry. I was like, just yesterday, you know, we're just, like, living life, and it was okay. Like, every nonsense that we did was, you can be doing nonsense. But all of a sudden, it's like, you are the one telling your junior ones to not be doing nonsense. Because you know that, um, I think it's the idiom I'd be saying, that what an adult is on the, is on the ground, even if you climb a mountain, we have become the adults. Me, I want to climb the mountain. <laughs> I want to climb the mountain. I'm tired. I'm the ones with the gift of foresight. Oh, see, <laughs> have you ever like sat down? You're talking to your siblings, your junior ones, and you're just like you're looking at them, and you are seeing the mistakes they're about to, to make, and you you just feel so wise. Yeah, because you're trying to caution them because you can clearly see the outcome of this entire situation, but they don't want to listen. You're just like, well, I guess you have to enter experience. What was great. It's, it's crazy idea of like of CDS off. So CDS. I wore corporate clothes Monday. Oh, again Tuesday. Why is there say no break again? <laughs> Yo, I miss CDS. I said, you did you what? guys do CDS? Do like did you actually do CDS when you when you were serving? Well, you know I was a COVID copper, so <laughs> I did oh, a yeah, little, yeah. just a pandemic, but I did a little yeah. bit of. You guys were the scammers. No, no, I did CDS for about three, four. No, I did CDS for about four months now. Before mm-hmm. everyone went, before the world. Let me went. tell you something about my CDS. <laughs> Wait, what's CDS? <laughs> clag, no, it's not, it's clag, but. What's clag? Is it legal something? It's illegal, yeah. Um, okay. Cop, 
legal aid group. Okay, okay, okay. Let me tell you something about this today's group. So, me, I was like, after COVID-19, like, I was the post-COVID-19 copper. And, oh. yeah. yeah, you know, you went, you did your service before me. Yeah. So, I was the post-COVID-19. I didn't want to serve. That is a long story, but I was the post-COVID-19 copper now. So, at first, we didn't have CDS. It was just, you didn't go to work or you went to work or whatever you want to do with your life, do that. But we didn't have CDS. Me, I was one stupid idiot going to work. See these idiots. Government have dashed you a day. You want to do over Sabi and you want to go to work. I was going to work. Occasionally, then I just stopped going to work. I was like, oh my God, it's CDS. See, if my boss finds this audio, mm-hmm, just know that. <laughs> Again, has lived. So I wasn't going to work about, that's the day that I used to do my errands. Like, I to make my, yes now. That's the day I was going to do my errands. If I want to make my hair, I'll make it. If I want to go to market, I'll go to market. And honestly, I believe in the break of Wednesday. It's very important. Is that your CDS day? Yes, that was my CDS day. It was Wednesday. And it was the perfect time because it was the middle of the week. Monday, I'm... See, Monday, I already hate Monday. Everybody hates Monday. Tuesday, I'm over it. Wednesday, if I'm at home, when I come out on Thursday, I'm coming with a good vibe. You get? And then Friday, I'm... (laughs) Friday, well, it's a Friday, so I'm already happy. So anyways, I wasn't going for CDS. There wasn't CDS in the beginning. It was just like, Wednesday is your CDS day, but if we start, we'll let you know. So I did that for like almost a month. Actually, two months. Then the third month, apparently, they were looking for me. In where? Because uh, the CDS, uh, I was about to say the CDS queen. The CDS president. <laughs> Why? She was looking for me. She was calling my she was calling my line, talking about, oh, you have to be a competent meeting. You're owing 500 in a raffle. I'm like, eh? You are who are owing what? She was like, oh, you're only 500 near phone. I'm not showing up. When are you going to come? We have a next meeting. When are you coming? I said, <laughs> have an absent fee. Oh, um, doing the fucking most. I was <laughs> like, well, you see me when you see me. Shad, as I got trapped and I started going for CDS. I started going for CDS and they were doing the most because other groups were not going. You really didn't need to. But it was I- fun, I guess. Because we had to go for CDS. But obviously, like, CDS was very lax. Because you know me, I was going to a school now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My CDS from, was from, like, well, 9 up until, like, 10.30. And then we were done. Oh, yeah. I remember your CDS. You guys were doing this really cool thing with the girls. Yeah, we are going to, like, teach them stuff. What was your CDS name again? It was called Engine. Engaging Nigerian Enterprises, yeah. I wish we did something cool like that. But our own. And you know the thing, about Because... When I did my um, NYC, I was that was like two years after uni or three years after uni. So you know when you go for NYC, you meet like all these uni children. Is it like uni? You joking? Like, <laughs> uni children, man. You meet all these uni children. All these oh, um, I love my country. I'm gonna be a lawyer. Children, oh, um, there are different stages of children that you meet. So I met all of these ones, and I don't know. I mean, I don't look that. I don't look young. Well, for some reason, they'd be thinking that I just finished secondary school. They don't be knowing that man is like two years post call at that time. So it was like, oh, they were so, they had this vim. You know, this energy. It's the same thing we had when we got into law school in the beginning. Exactly. It's like, you feel so, you feel like you want to serve this country. That, that stupid thing that's new. I'm not saying that you should not serve your country, people. Don't come and quote me. But I'm talking <laughs> about the energy. Yeah, because we had the like you're really enthusiastic because you're like okay this is a different phase i can't like wait to like fully apply myself until exactly really? like, i show you pepe i swear to gosh exactly so they had that thing so in my own serious group they were like very very energetic talking about 
okay, let us go and take the cases in the prison and take this. I'm like, eh? Talking about, oh, yeah, we can take some criminals and just like, in the prison. They want to go to the prison and take up some cases. It's not easy. <laughs> See, exactly. So I'm like, me, I already said practice. I'm like, man, it's not easy how you are talking this thing. Boya Colossi Law School, Kojade, no? Before you start talking about you want to take. And again, some of them, most of people that are talking, they haven't been called to bar. So what will happen is it remain us. We that we have been caught. Yes. We are the one that will go to prison. Yes. We are the one that will be taking this and going to court and be this guy. There's one case up to today. And even before I joined my, my office, up to like for six, seven years now, they are doing the case. Who and is I going think... to do that? Yes. Sorry? Everything you were doing like under the CVS group, it would have been pro bono. Like all the Exactly. Links. It would have been pro bono and then like obviously like you can't if you're not the one that is going to do something you can't just be actively saying oh we should do it should... like i'm all for taking on small cases you know those cases are like sharp sharp maybe they have forgotten because of the system you just yeah, go yeah. in and sharp sharp get them out uh-huh. but they were very ambitious like yeah. talking about about like actually going through a trial oh my it's expensive now it's but expensive it's... and i'm only here like if we're being honest like what well, nyc is like for a year and who knows yeah. how long it's going to like potentially drag out for and that would have been me. It would that have been me. And we're like three or four that were actually caught to the bar. So it would have been us four juggling CDS, juggling life. I'm going to court for you people that are energetic. When it's not me that have the energy. Juggling like responsibilities at your PPK as well. Exactly. So, man, I wish I was doing I wish like I had the opportunity to do something cool like you guys. Because I just remembered like when I came to Abuja, you were telling me about like how you guys were helping these girls, educating them. That sounds so cool. Yeah, it was. It was really interesting. Honestly speaking, the way I even found it myself, I found her through that Saeed lecture. In the lecture that I never went. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, oh, that was the absolute worst. But I guess maybe something positive came out of it. Yeah. And, um, this is her CDS group. And if you want to like learn more after, please meet her. So please, after like the lecture, I was like, I'm not doing anything now. So I went to the hall. I went, we're like seven or so, and she was like, Oh, well, like this is an all right. Like she expected a lot more people to turn up, but this is a fair number of people. And she just spoke to us, and I was like, Ah. Um, well, rather than go and lump myself in one CDS where we're like 500 and nobody gives a damn what's really happening and I might as well just like go and do it yeah. and I mean it's, it sounds very fulfilling as well one thing that I regretted because I didn't as part of those people that didn't stay in camp because uh, have you I was seeing oh, the experience um, because can you remember what happened there I, of course that's even a story like a story for another day everything that happened the prelude to you actually being in hmm. camp when you went the first time Goodness gracious, really. Farida. Let me tell you, I my eye, my eye have saw. The most they would have kidnapped me. See, my eye have saw the man I went with. See, let me just say a little bit. This man, because I was going to a boy, they put him to a boy now. Do you remember when I told you a boy? They put him to a boy. You're like, where is that? <laughs> Guy. <laughs> <laughs> I was, just, I was just laughing the whole day because I was like, which of my enemies? Which of my enemies? Guys. Yeah, you know, this time, I did not believe that that place was a real state. <laughs> <laughs> you know when you do states are capital for Because I, anybody from Ebony, like my whole entire life, I hadn't mm. met anybody from that state. I never met anybody who was traveling there. So I just thought it was just one of those, it was like a fixture. Okay, let's just say that we have 37 states. Let's just put this one to among <laughs> There and I was like, Well, it turns oh. out. See, because my father refused to hear what that's why me, I blame him. But they took me to a point. Let me tell you what happened. 
first of all, the first time, I think, yeah, it was the first time. I didn't know a boy, obviously, I didn't know anything. But there was this man in the market that we used to buy things from. He said that day we went to just were randomly, okay, yeah, we went to buy some of my things for camp now. And then he was like, oh, he's going to Abia. And I'm like, ah, me, I'm going to Ebony. She is the same way. Which Wait, day sorry. are you going? Going to Abia for NYC or he's just traveling there? No, he's sorry, he's going to Abba. He wants to buy goods. Oh. He sells okay. all these like chiffon, all these um, okay. fabrics. Yeah. Exactly. So he was like, oh, he's going to Abba. And I'm like, oh, me too, I'm going to Ebony. I have to um, be in camp. Like I'm, they put me to uh, this Afiko. I'm going to Ebony. He's like, okay, no problem. We can go together. This man will go with us. See, first of all, where we have reached, first of all, in fact, my head is spinning. When we entered that bus, it was a night bus. This, I feel like this, this story needs to be visual for you to see my face. This it was a night bus. We got into the bus. It was me and my sister followed me, me and my dad. My dad, two of them dropped me at the park. So it was like farewells and everything. We started our journey. Me, I was trying to sleep. The guy near me is like, he's trying to quickly take some things from my pockets. I was half as wait. See, what? This man, he don't know I sleep light because the blood of see God gave it to me. This man is trying to take some things in my pocket. Excuse I woke me? up, guy. I woke up and I'm like, Sir, wait, what? Do for I don't you. have sense. I don't have sense. I can, I can, I can fight. See, I had to like. <laughs> sorry, you know what, my. <laughs> oh wait, I'm sorry. Please, before you proceed, can you just backtrack a little bit? This man that you traveled with was no, no. To- no, 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 it wasn't him. It <laughs> went. It was me. No, it wasn't him. It wasn't him. It was you this know, guy. I was like, the money that he's using, to, like he's taking to our bus to buy materials, not enough. <laughs> no, it wasn't him. Oh my god, it was this random guy. I don't know. Like I sat down. You know, we bought tickets now, so the guy that actually sat down near me, he was moving. He was moving stupid. So they gave me money. I mean, again, I need to do a, a whole episode about how to travel in this Nigeria as a girl because. They gave me money from home. So I divided my money, kept some with my sister. And I was like, if I should need it, he would help me send it. I don't believe in taking all your money. And I don't believe in putting all the money in the bank because we are in Nigeria. (laughs) The money that was given to me, I now divided again by two. I put some where the sun shine a bit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Are we talking about kids now? Because that's a very discussion. What? Are we talking about your pockets and where the sun shines a little bit? Are we talking about your <laughs> my pocket? <laughs> and my hidden pockets. <laughs> Guy, you know that my denim jacket, how it has like pockets inside, pockets everywhere. Um, Do you remember that jacket? Oh, Eclipse. Do you remember that jacket? What jacket? What, your my de- denim jacket. Yes, I remember your denim that jacket. That has like t- four pockets inside, pockets outside everywhere. Just a just pocket central everywhere. Exactly. So like I kept some money here and here and here. And then it will, the boss was quite cold because of the AC. So I covered myself with it. I was sleeping, but then in my sleep, it's like the angel was saying, Girl, you are foolishly sleeping too much because this man is doing some things. I'm feeling some hands and everything. I opened my eye and this man turned his neck. I said, You better turn it because of Islam. <laughs> what? And he turned his neck where? Like he started looking at you or he looked no, away. No, as in as if he looked away. And I'm like, what? I'm <laughs> really caught you. So I had to like quickly ask my sister on the phone. I was like, I texted her and I was like, guy, how much? Exactly how much did you give me? I moved this money. I can't see it was a whole mess. But anyways, Wait, the him? Hmm? You can't it in front of him. Yes, yeah, so, because ah, why are we hiding? I know you're a thief. Yeah, if, a if, 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 if,
Guy, we have a long way. That's why we have not even entered Abuja. We have a long way to go. I can't tell my money in front of him so he can know that I know. We both know what you do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because sometimes people will try me and I'm honestly, I'm not the wrong, I'm the wrong one to try. So I called my sister and I'm like, guy, how, how much exactly is in your hand? Like, we, I did the whole match in front of me. I can't tell my money. I was just kissing. I was like, one, two, <laughs> three, four, five. <laughs> but then I was like, okay, if you like say, the devil know I lie and take the money because the money was okay, kind of, kind of. So on our way, the, something happened to the tire. Before you know, in the middle of this night, in the middle of Abuja, Katina, where they're taking people, the tire of the car refused to like, something was wrong. The driver was like, him, Shao, said they will die on the way. He's not going to stop this car until we reach the police station. Wait, he because kept... Anything... Dri- yes, he kept... I said, first of all, do you know in this trip, I almost entered the river Niger. What? See, a lot of things have happened to your girl. This man was like, he's not going to stop this car. He's going to manage the car until he reached one police station in front. That's how we went. We... See, the whole point of me telling you about the guy from Abia, when we got to this police station, people were not sure. Should we come down? Should we stay in the car? Before you know, I was about to... I was just like, I was about to start dozing off. Obviously, I couldn't sleep, but I was like, what am I going to do? I was tired and frustrated. Before you know, I saw this Mr. Man. Let me call him Mr. Sam. I saw Mr. Sam standing and going towards the door. I said, oh, Gata, where you they go? He said, ah, you sit there for a year. They go come carry you from this guy. You better stand up and come out. See this man. Come out and go where? He said, you stay. This man said, you stay there for inside the car. They will come and carry you. You better come out and start getting ready. Getting ready for what? Man, get ready for what? That's how we came out. So we were in the car. We came out. We shan't. And you know me, I pack. Just because I'm like very, I'm always ready. I am yeah. paranoid. So like I never put any important like documents or anything in my actual box. It's always in my hand, whatever I'm carrying, like my um, school bag. I usually carry like a backpack. So that would everything. So most of my things were in my backpack. And me, I wore trousers because I'm not stupid. And I wore canvas. Actually, I'm ready for anything. So when I saw this man was actually standing, he came out. I followed him. Everything. I was ready. That's how we stood outside. We're there till like 2 a.m., 3 a.m. Some people are coming out of the bushes. It looked like police. It don't look like police. Me, I'm ready for anything that will happen. <clears throat> Let's just all just outside for how long? Guy, we're outside from like 10 to 2 a.m. What? Or 2.30. And I didn't tell my parents. So I was talking Wait. to my mom asking. She was asking, oh, how, I hope you guys. I'm like, we are fine. We are fine. We are fine. The only person that knew is Mary and my sister. But man. Oh, that's how we're, God has to be. We're there for a long time. By two, they had to bring another bus from Kaduna to meet us with a now mad driver who oh. almost carried us into the Niger. I can't swim. Amo, I think of a life. This is a show me pepper. Faulty vehicle for another defective driver. See, this man was, I don't know whether he was drunk. He was, I don't know what he was doing. He was sad doing some things. So and anyhow, nobody hmm? like nobody said anything to him. You do you care? Did well, you want him to drop you in the road, or you want to drive just shut up and be going to your destination? This man does not care. But which option would have been safer? Do you think? Because <laughs> clearly, if somebody you threw all of you into the river, danger. But but of waiting for another vehicle. At the river, the vehicle that will come and carry you is vehicle that going to heaven. <laughs> point, honestly speaking, I think you might trying to hitchhike. I don't know. Have you read the Famish Road? Please, is it Ben? Is it Ben okay? Yes. Okay. This man is talking. 
See, is is Beno Kriba? I, oh, I think. <laughs> Mariam! <laughs> the Famish Road. Oh, this book is talking about the other side. Don't be, that's why I ask you if you have read the book. You'll be standing yeah, but... there thinking that you have the safer option. Before you know, you have entered inside another realm. The boss to the other realm will come and pick you. Can you actually be sane in your life? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm never going to lie. Like, after all this stress, we see, after all this thing that happened to us, there's one girl, one particular girl. I said, My heart up to today, I don't think I can ever stop talking about this girl until I actually like set my eyes on her. You know, the whole thing that happened to us at on the road, yeah. So, but um, sorry, Famish Road is it Ben Okri? Yeah, it's Ben Okri. Okay. <laughs> so, like, after everything that happened to us on the road. Um, they brought another car. We started. We started our. Jo- hey, do you remember that man that wants to fall in love with me because he paid me twenty naira to use toilet? Yes, yes. Hey, hey, it's all in that journey. <laughs> wow, you could write an entire book. See, this man when I came back to Kaduna, he called me talking about, oh, when are you coming back to Eboy? Oh, my, now twenty naira. Nobody say I don't get the money. That change. They know they don't get. You pay me twenty naira to use that toilet. Look at that boy. No, you have claims to my life. I mean, honestly, if he gave you money to use the toilet, says that man owes you now. <laughs> He's stupid. He's very mad. First of all, first, first of all Bob, he has paid for your bowel movement. <laughs> stupid idiot. Ha! So I got the deal. That man, has all... that man has to over your bladder. Guy, can we talk about how in local that they do it? I feel like they have seen everything, so they don't even care. We got the deal, and well, this might be TMI for some people listening, but well, we are human. We got the deal. Okay, they say, you want no piss or you want no shit? <laughs> It's <laughs> so shocking, right? <laughs> I do it. So, see, I crossed my pearls. I'm like, you don't say that I'm, to a lady. No, but if you think about it, right? You've been cooked up on a bus. I know everybody's obviously comfortable, like going number two on like a bus. So if you come and they ask you, okay, so hey, are you ready to let loose? <laughs> I let loose. This man, literally, is a business. This man, so hey, you want to piss? Or you want to shit? If you want to shit. <laughs> 50 naira. So I'm holding for a 1,000. How can I piece in 20 naira? I'm going to pay for everybody in the bus to piece. This man now said... What those guys are doing, right? They're not making money. They're not using that thing to the best of their ability. So what if you want to do both? Uh-huh. We now collect just 50 naira. You should collect 70. <laughs> You're not serious. That's how I this did. man now paid, though. He paid my 20 naira. Finish. Wait, and I'm dead. I'm not... Explain how it happened, right? Were you about to give your money? Then he just said no. I bought her 1,000. Okay, you want to pay to I said I want to pay. The nurse said, okay, pay 20 naira. I'm holding 1,000. The man that is in the shitting line, now say, the man that is in charge of the bowel movement shop. Now yeah. look at me and I say, you want to pay with 20 naira. See the money where you give her and see 1,000. Fear God. Like you have to give him. Exactly. So the other guy was like, oh, he's, he has, um, was it? Yeah, he, so he was like, he has 20 naira. So he paid. Before you know, this man, can I have your phone number? Guy, now peace you. Now peace. You know, past this. What's the audio? <laughs> See, I, had, I gave him one number. I gave him my number. Then I have one Etisalat. I had one Etisalat. You know my Etisalat? I have many SIM cards, actually. But my Etisalat my... then... <laughs> my Etisalat then, I can't remember what happened to it. So it was not in service. So I gave it to him just because... I think I'll be going. So later, this was in... I can't remember when... But let's say, for example, I gave it to him in December. So later, like in May, I had done Welcome Back. This man just called me. His call just entered, talking about, oh, I've been trying your number all this while. When are you coming back to a boy? Excuse me. <laughs> on top piece. I'm sorry, did he know that that was like a one-time trip? 
I don't what? know. It's, I don't know that. For the foreseeable future, anyways. Well, he only like, I went back to Eboyu. You, you did know, I went what? the second time, but he didn't know that. Hmm? Well, I know you went the first time, but then you came back again, and then you went again. Was that the second time? When did you all came... this thing happened on the first trip. Okay, so wait, this you hadn't even gone to camp here. This wasn't even like this was on the way. Okay, the the whole peeing thing was like on my way back because I didn't I couldn't register. I remember, but yeah. the whole like journey and almost dying and everything happened on my way to camp. <clears throat> okay, the first time or the second time? The first time. The second time. I feel like you know those things. That thing that you know people will tell you that God's time is the best. Yeah. Regardless of what you planned, the second time nothing happened. It was so straightforward. I took the same night trip. I just slept, woke up and found myself in Enugu. Like, I got to camp by 10 in the morning. Nothing, they registered me within like 30 minutes. My life was so smooth. The first time when I went, oh, I went to camp, as opposed to the first, yeah, exactly. The first time I got to camp, like 10 p.m. After all this nonsense, this girl I was telling you about before I got sidetracked, like, we we made, we became, I don't, I don't know, I can't say friends, but we, we had a lot in common. We gisted on the whole. We came down together. When the Mr. Sam was like, if people did, yeah, they come and kill you. More than trauma. Sorry? I said, there's nothing that can bond people more than trauma. Honestly. So, like, the girl was really cool. Uh, when you people are about to die together. Ah. You have to develop some sort of rapport. <laughs> exactly. So, we're just in outside. We're all carrying our bags, ready to run. Should anything happen? One policeman, I like thunder. He was there looking at us. So, we're just there. And we got back on the... When they brought the next bus, we got on. And everything was, well, okay. So, apart from the madness of the driver. And then we got to Enugu in the afternoon. On getting to Enugu, we found out that two days ago, a trailer had, like, fallen down in on the road, like, ahead. So we couldn't even pass that road. And the people in the bus, they were like, ah, we should all come down. That them, they're not going again. They don't know what we're going to do. We should come down from the bus. <clears throat> Wait, sorry. Like, okay, so this bus now was supposed to take you from Enugu to Ebony, like, just straight. No, it was supposed to take... The bus we took in Kaduna was supposed to take us from Kaduna to Enugu. Okay. At Enugu, yes, at Enugu, there was a particular bus stop that from there, everybody would get sorted. Okay. Like, those going to Abia would go, those going to... um Everywhere, Sha. Okay, Those okay. States, everybody would go. Okay, and this bus hadn't taken you to that bus stop yet? Yes, because a trailer had fallen down, you know, on the road, like there was an accident like two, three days ago. So that road was blocked. But there was another way to go that would have, you know, taken the driver out of his it was probably car. like in... sorry? Like the other way that he would like the driver would have taken. I'm guessing it was probably like a longer route. Or... Yes. So he was like, he doesn't care, we should all calm down, just leave the bus. I, I don't <laughs> guess when he probably saw that the trailer or something, or maybe like he thought the road had been blocked, I'm guessing in his mind he was like, you know what, they don't pay me enough for this shit. I beg. This guy, yeah, get so up. He was like, this guy, even to ex, almost was going outside get like this. So she looks familiar. herself. I think I, I, she was in my secondary school, she was a senior or something. Uh, she did not agree. This guy, para. I don't know who she is, but man. You are looking at each other like, hey, what are we going He's to going do? to talk. <laughs> I think for your cause. Guy, this girl. You know, Hasapu will say Jaruma. This girl was just like a warrior princess. She was not having it. She was like, <laughs> she was like, are you mad or are you stupid? You carried all of us from the north and came and dropped us in the middle of the road, taking, telling us. She was, ah, I, this girl just made me proud. And then they were afraid because she made everybody, you know, when 
one person start talking, everybody will be like, oh, truly, we should not be yeah. I mean, and then it becomes like this, yeah. Come on, we overtook the bustle. We're like, you will leave, we'll leave you to go back with your legs. We will stay in this bus. <laughs> so how did you get out? So he now finally agreed. He brought us back to like a safer, like another bus stop. And then he made sure that everybody was sorted before he left. Yeah. Okay. So, but this girl, the thing is, when during the whole time we were like looking for another alternative, the driver sent us to go this and that. Her camp was in, she was almost at her camp compared to us that we are still going to Ebony because we had to enter another bus. But her camp was in Enugu. So she left. And when she left, we don't know, like, up to today, I don't know if she ever got to camp. Safely, yeah. Because the second time I was coming to Enugu, that's when I realized that, Omo, this journey that this girl made, because we passed that road, there was no um, the trailer, there was no problems. So we, you know that road, I told you that there was the trailer fell down, yada, yada, yada. The second time around, the road was smooth. So I passed that road. And I was able to pinpoint the place that this girl started walking. She was like, she and another, another guy, they were like, they were going to walk. From the place she started walking to where her camp actually was, Omo, it was actually a jihad. This girl was in pilgrimage. It was far. And I like, didn't call her, her number. You had to estimate, like, how far do you think it would have been, like, on foot? That it was, at least you'd be walking for, like, two hours. What? Or three hours. It was far. And because, think about it, the trailer fell two days ago, right? So even after you leave the place where the trailer fell, there would be no um, transportation because... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Like, if you say that there was transportation after you crossed the trailer, that maybe a bike or something... <laughs> But there was no transportation. The road has been like that for two days. And she was doing that with all of her boxes. All her so luggage. she had, yes, she like had a luggage, a hand something and a, luckily for her, she had one of those like backpack luggage things. It was, but it looked mad heavy, man. So she backed it and she carried, and she was going hand, this other guy. I don't know if they ever got to camp. I don't know anything. So that insecurity thing about, you know, you're coming from somewhere, you don't know people and everything. But yeah. this girl, I think she would forever be stuck on my mind because I don't know how to get her off. This was like two years ago, last year. But I've been I thinking about her every day. I hope she got to come safely. Amen. Because, man. And do you know the thing we discovered? Had it meant she had just stayed with us, like we were convincing her to and followed us, when we finally got another bus, we passed her camp. Oh, my God. Later in the evening, we actually passed. You have to pass the camp to leave Enugu. So we, we would have actually dropped her at the camp. So, oh, man, those think- are... So sometimes they give you like a particular time where you have to like report before. So do you think That's maybe they by ten and she's like, oh my god, if I wait with these guys, I might possibly miss it, and then they won't, they won't let me into camp or something. It depends on the level of toughness you have. It's not possible. That's no matter sure. what they say, it's not. Po- Are you crazy? Me, I'm a crazy. You will leave who outside? You will leave me outside? Right? It's not possible. Like That's you don't need other circumstances into consideration. <laughs> You can't just assume that, oh, everything is going to go according to plan and then I'll just show up on like on the second of so so and so by 2 p.m. Please, exactly. You know, when they are moving motion. Ah, and let me say, Nigeria is not even the place for that, too. Come on. Definitely, honestly, especially with what's happening. And first of all, right, like a lot of these roads are just death traps waiting to happen. So even if I, okay, I know half the time, like, okay, half the time, like sometimes, obviously, you are posted to a place where you can actually fly to and then it's a lot more convenient. But say you do again, sometimes the local government where the camp is situated and the airport will be like, what, like, there'll be like a four-hour trip and then you now have everything. And then the airport holds. So that will now prolong it for another two hours. You have to take (laughs) consideration now. 
And for everything you reach camping, they give you one thousand four hundred for bicycle allowance. The actual fuck. <laughs> How was the only way posted? Where were you posted? How was the only like journey to camp? Yeah, I was in Abuja here. <laughs> chilling. You guys were chilling. Well, like I, I mean, I wouldn't call it that. No more. Ifo's camp is terrible. Can I say that? It's a terrible looking camp. Of course. No, please, you can't. Oh, I went there to do what was it? That foreign students thingy. Yes. Did they make you write a letter? They made me to write yeah. about the most memorable day of my life. They told me to write what law meant to me. What does I'm not I'm curious. What does what does law mean to you? Oh my waffle hair. I don't <laughs> I remember what they wrote. <laughs> See they just, they just what did you study? Oh yeah, take right. What does so, so mean to you? Literally, that's what all of us were doing. And I was just like, You're making me write an essay. All of my um, what's the word? How can I forget what this thing is? What? You have all my documents in front of you. You have my university. Exactly. You're still asking me to write an essay so that you can test like my proficiency in English. No, apparently, apparently, it is because of some people that they know themselves that used to go to Kotono, and they don't be knowing anything, and they be buying yeah, certificates. <laughs> They used to be going to Kotono, and I swear they even put one of my home get in trouble. But like, they used to be going to Kotono to buy certificates, and they come back, can't say shit. So they have to be, they have to be sure. But you know, that's making me laugh, right? So ultimately, okay, I get that. But then, shouldn't there be like, shouldn't there be a different exercise as to like maybe figuring out or determining like the credibility of your degree as opposed to writing an essay? What does that one now do, guy? They, some people, I said they cannot write their name. Somebody no, but... I go to Kotono and come and they say, write my name. You don't know how to write my name is. Guys, they feel that they go to uni after the Kotono and they don't know how to write. Guys, the system is so funny, man. <laughs> Tell me to write about the most memorable day of my life. I wrote to them about my Kotoba. Your Kotoba? That was the... Was, is, it, uh, is it about the... The best day of your life. I was like, my Kotoba, man. I was so proud of myself because that loss could show me shaggy. Kotoba was the most memorable day of your life. Yeah. What I don't think they... it was memorable. It what was, they... I know, the word they use is, what, you know, what is that thing that they usually say brides what say about bride? their wedding? Not the day that you dragged me that we walked for over two hours. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> you don't need to drag me on the internet. On a two-hour journey. But it was not a two-hour journey, was it? But, I, it was not that far. Hikma, we left our conversation. But he left when he got back to about 3.30. <laughs> but see, look at, look at it. Because of me now, you have, like, memories. Well. I have what? I would have many memories still. <laughs> <laughs> and then I showed you the whole of everything street. Did we not find that nice place that we got chicken? That nice shop. Oh, and did we ever go back again? Well, well, that's not the point. The point is, <laughs> is that we found it. <laughs> it says on my feet when I go back home. Do you, are you aware? I was Ramadan. What was I thinking? Yeah, I don't even. At some point, we were on this steep incline and we were just walking up. And I'm like, God, where is this girl taking me to, please? Do you know when I realized that, wow, Hikma, you are a foolish goat? It's when I saw <laughs> that place that we used to see in town where we go with car. Where we went to Amira House. Yeah. When I saw that building, I said, man. Yeah, mm. I think we walked the entirety of 
okay, maybe I'm exaggerating a little bit, but I think we walked mostly the entirety of that city that day. See, when I saw that building, that's Caribbean, is it African meeting meeting? When I saw that building, I said, Omo, just for if to say I mean I was in town, we could have just gone there because there's no need. Wait, she wouldn't even have she wouldn't even have like what's the word? She wouldn't even I mean, have never the type. I mean it's not the type, she's not going to do that work with any of us. I've just did, you know, I said, you know what you guys say, if I'm I'm out. I mean, I'd have called a taxi when we got to everything Street. You know, the thing is, now that I'm thinking about it, why didn't we get a taxi? And we still walked back. Yeah, we walked back like back. fools. But me, my, see, my life was spinning, but yeah, it was memorable. I don't know what you mean, honestly. It was not that far. I still think it was not that far. Seeing as so much has happened to you, obviously, like, <laughs> past, what, coming on four years now, since obviously, like, we graduated and, like, we moved back here. How has life post-NYC been treating you, please? <sighs> well, I love that he started that with a very heavy sigh. Okay, good. Let Let's me tell you. <laughs> it's a whole bloody lie. It's a lie. You know how you see people when you're small, you're thinking, oh my God, Auntie, this thing looks like Auntie Lagbaja or Auntie Sarah look like she have a lot together. It's a lie. They were all lying to us. They should have just told her with their chest that it's a bloody lie. That way we what? grew up with, without what? We look that way to people. We actually look like we have our, our affairs together. Like we have... I should tell Aisha. Aisha, I said, how's your day? I said, it was very, very terrible. Yeah. I don't, I don't be lying to her. I'm like, man, I'm tired. So they know what... Not necessarily, obviously. Like, nobody's trying to scare anybody. So at least they know. Let's just be realistic. Do you know what it is? Now that we're talking about it, but I feel like... You know that fear of losing, of giving up? Fear of looking like a failure? Um, I feel like that's what most of them actually like felt, so they don't show us like they actually struggling. Oh, that's true, anyways. But me, I'm struggling. You know, please, I need it. people should send help. I was younger. I can't lie to you. You know this thing that you were saying is the same way I would have felt about them if they told me that oh, I'm having a hard time at work because for me at the time, school was the most difficult thing that I could potentially ha- that anybody could have potentially been going through at the time. It's like first of all, you are going to work. You are earning a salary, right? You have money. So you complain about me, I was stuck oh, with teachers were flogging me. And I couldn't have gotten any harder than that. So, <laughs> I, I guess mean, what, what's the word? Like, we're all just um, consumed, right? Like, we're all just so... I don't even know the word to use, but what, yeah, essentially, like, we're also consumed by the things that we're going through that we don't even think that, that there's another reality that could even be, like, harder or, lot, like, a lot more difficult. But how is it for you? I'm really, like... Let's talk about you. Like, how is it? Is it what you thought it would be? Yeah, like, definitely. how different has yeah, it com- been? Completely different. No, but then like, again, I law school had already made me so disillusioned that when I started practicing in real life, it wasn't so much like, it wasn't so much of a shock. Because, you know, when we move back now and obviously not trying to put anybody on blast or anything, but some of the things that like our lecturers would say and They'd be so casual about it, and you'd be looking around like, "I'm sorry, like, how is is he or she like going to like just going to get away with that statement, right?" Right. Because obviously nobody. Oh, I remember that cream. Remember that cream and the rape thing. Yes, exactly. Like I'm talking about the entire thing, even the thing about the football, like the reference he made. So for me, I'm just like, "Ah, nobody is saying anything, or you guys are just going to let this slide. And so I was thinking, we're currently in law school, right? These are people who are well versed in this particular. And if they can make like inflammatory blunder, 
right? And just like nobody's without any penalties or anything, like then nothing like the law, just you know if we do and leave the rest to God. <laughs> right. That's because because... and it, then is and you realize that is anybody even following the law? First of all, we have all these rules <laughs> like how long people are supposed to work for. But then you hear that people are working till like what one a.m., two a.m. Over time is not a thing. Yeah, like over time, you're not getting paid shit. Too. Nobody is, nobody is doing that. Have they finished paying you your salary that you are talking about? Over time, over time, huh? Is that do you know anything? Approach like is that even a topic you can bring about superiors? I feel like over time in Nigeria is another word for you to be dedicated. Is like a, another word for dedication? Dedication? Dedicate? Yeah. It's not looked at as it's like this doing the most kind of energy. Obviously, it's essential because if I'm going to go out of my way to work past like the required amount of hours, then obviously I should be compensated in some way. But these people don't give a hoot because for them, like the compensation is the fact that you have a job, right? And you should be grateful for that. Exactly. So because there are many people outside, hold on, ain't got no job. Exactly. So whatever they throw at you, whatever treatment that you have to endure. You have to do it. You have to bear it with a grin. And then the whole overtime thing. Yo, what I'm trying to say about the um, whole... You know, in Nigeria, it's like... The line is sometimes... Most times get blurred. Like, if your employer is your employer. Mm-hmm. Your establishment, that's where you work. But they try to do this whole fake as, like, we're family thing. So yeah. the lines get blurred. And then you start cheating yourself off of things that you should be getting. Yes. So instead of overtime being overtime, it becomes oh, you are good. You are a good girl. You are like a good worker. You are more diligent, but you are cheating yourself. Yeah, and they are taking advantage of you basically, essentially. And then they come and say, oh, this. I'm tired of hearing things about how like we youth or millennials like we don't want to work, we don't want to do shit, we just want to be paid, and like that's the excuse that they keep giving. Oh, you guys don't want to work, but you just want to get paid more money. But I guess they can talk because they experienced it better in Nigeria, right? Exactly. And it's like, oh, you talking about you know your rights. It's like, it just sounds like you bitching. Like, if I come and be like, oh, I don't want to work. I'm working set hours. Like, I'm going to come to work by before nine because, I mean, we're lawyers. So, before nine, at least get to court. I'm going to leave by five. It's like, oh, you're just bitching. It's like you have an attitude problem instead of it to be. But it's like nine to five should be nine to five. There's absolutely no reason why I should be staying in the office. Like, on weekends exactly there's absolutely no reason and even if i should right even if i must do that then you should be compensated in some way but shouldn't feel as though that you own me simply in my salary and i'm on your payroll there's there's nothing like that Um, i saw one job see i don't know if you guys get this thing in abuja but in kadunaba we get a lot of like all these job um adverts that will say oh a kaduna firm Without saying who the firm, like what name the firm is, just like like, wait, like like a message will just randomly pop up on your phone. No, 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 no. Like you get like people telling about, or, okay. or you go on job sites and you don't see like the name of the actual firm. You just see like wait, Kaduna firm is looking for so 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 and so and so. So recently, not recently, well, that's, that's, that's a red flag. Wait, the name of either the... you want to hack me to death, or you are a dodgy firm. The name of the firm isn't on the just so and so firm is looking for. Yes, it just says wait, Kaduna firm, and the email will be oh at Kaduna firm, and they'll just tell you like, oh like most of the time they do see not recently a bit 
like a bit far back share, but there was this advert about a I think this was even in Lagos. Even a cardinal firm, a cardinal firm looking for um somebody like three to four years post call, um ready to work uh, ready to work at the firm, ready to give the energy that need to be given, um not opposed to working at, for at uh, during weekends, not opposed to working past five if need if work needs to be done. All this nonsense. See, some requirements some requirements serve my brain for to accept. But let me tell you, at the end of the day, they will give you some stipend because I can't call down my salary. Yeah, that's the only thing. They give you allowance. They give yeah allowance. Guys, this profession is is coming a bit. That's crazy. Because the thing is, right? Like even if we talk about how like all like different firms are rated, like they're different tiers. So like lower tiered, mid tier, and then like the high tier guy, it doesn't even matter. You literally be working with your spirit, your soul, your physical body as well. It, it's a lot, honestly. Honestly, it is. Um, specializing, though. Do you ever see yourself specializing? Because I have friends that are branching out. It's like, oh, I just want to do tech law. I just want to do commercial. I might just do like. I, I think, feel like those boutique firms right. maybe like, I have think more might... direction. Sorry. Yeah, I think potentially. Maybe if I find a field that gives me as much vim I'm, that I'm extremely passionate about and like I really want to pursue, but for now I feel like I don't mind just generalizing so that at least I can have like some sort of idea as to what the different like aspects are about. Just like be very good at law. As it- and that's okay. But I'm happy that you're saying this because like I keep it just kind of proves these old people. Well, I'm sorry, I'll call you old, but yeah. I me mean, no not you <laughs> the other generation people in this legal um thing they like to say like we are not we don't want to work and stuff like that but every time I, i'm telling you even among my friends and everybody i feel like we really want to work we just want to be respected as well I want to earn an actual living wage that's mm. just because half the time bro like your salary is not even enough to keep you know where they say body is all together it's not even enough to keep body together yeah so we yeah you're so as in, <laughs> bro, to work when there's no incentive, right? Especially when it's financial, because people who are working are mostly working because of the salary that they are getting. People incentive to show up, right? I mean, that's an incentive to show up. Exactly. Yes, we like to get experience, we like to learn, and everything. But honestly, like there's, you know, that something about human dignity. Experience. Sorry, as in a person with a job, they find experience. <laughs> that person with their life that is experience. <laughs> 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 because let's say you're living by yourself you're not even having your parents like you're not under your parents yeah. you can't survive definitely not and you know how like they tell you that old section so 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 uh, the RPC says you can't engage in business um, uh, <clears throat> no because well. that's it, right? especially during NYC like and when all of us like were posted to like all these different PPAs and stuff and I was mm-hmm. like okay you right like my parents are here alhamdulillah like i'm able to i'm fortunate enough to not have to worry about like rent or feeding or transport like for the majority mm-hmm. but still money would still be an issue like sometimes definitely like single-handedly responsible for themselves who had moved into the city and they were just like solely responsible for taking care of them so they had to pay rent they had to pay for transport they had to still pay for feeding they still needed money for miscellaneous i'm like how are you doing it 
Yeah, I met a lot of producer people and I really wanted to be one of them, but my father was not having it. When I went to Eboing, like, okay, the first time I ran, I made, the people I was in camp with, I made really good friends, really cool people. I met some trash people too. You people know yourselves. So well, just- um, so I had to cut the uh, recording short because obviously it's a long recording and we still have this for you guys in the next episode next week. But I had to cut it short. I stopped here, man. We have been talking and just saying, but you can't blame us because we haven't really we used to have this podcast together on soundcloud so it's more of a reunion um so i'm going to go in with for this week i'm going to go in with my unpopular opinion which is basically actually i have to let me even be honest because first and foremost blood sister what the heck that movie I mean, I, I don't know if I call it a series. I hope they don't do a season two because I don't know why they need a season two, honestly. From what they did in season one, please, they should just end it there. It's torture. Um, I don't know really because I'm thinking of it as a legally inclined mind. But I see a lot of shit. I see a lot of loopholes. A lot of, not necessarily loopholes, not the word. I see a lot of, like, nonsense. Like, okay, you kill somebody. They don't even go to check the hotel room. You just hack them to death. You just, like... Is that easy? Like everything, they run away, no police anywhere. But then again, I mean, it's Nigeria, so maybe those um, little things could possibly pass. But yeah, I wasn't. It's nice to watch, but I'm not taking it seriously. Maybe that's the idea as well, not to take it seriously. If you get. Secondly, it's the AMBC Awards. Like the dressing is so like what? I saw some dressings. I'm like some dresses, and I'm like what? I feel like I want to know when in the fashion industry, I want to know when most people would actually try to be original, try to be authentic, like you said, brains and do something by yourself and not try to copy like, I mean, I get inspiration, but not as exactly not, um, not copying. There's a difference between inspiration and actually copying, like the wannabe Kim Kardashian. What, why, why did you have to, I don't get it. It's like everything was copied off of the Met Gala red carpet on true. NPCs and I mean there were some nice there were some really really pretty dresses but I'm not going to go into it honestly I just want to say that guy fashion industry with people I wake up what the fuck up all the way up because you can't be copying DS like you can't just like carry a look and not even try it's like okay we're going to EMBCs EMBC just wear a nice dress like you don't need to turn into a Met Gala you're not proving a point with your horns and faces man what the fuck anyways that's my um, unpopular opinion for the week for this episode. And then, please join me next week for the next episode. Um, I'm going to attach, like... What am I saying about attach? Anyways, join me next week for the next episode. Uh, we have an unpopular opinion on that episode because it was the last week of our recording. Um, please, favorite, if you're listening on Anchor, follow our Instagram page and just, like, share some love. Show some love and share the love. Thank you for tuning in. I remain your loyal host, Hikma. Thank you.